The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garam Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Now, we've done more than 115 Explorer podcasts covering the full suite of commodities, almost at any rate. What we've missed to date is the Platinum Group Metals, or PGMs for short. It's not really our fault, as there are precious few PGM Explorer slash developers on the market. It's a shame, really, as the PGMs market has been uh, super hot in recent times. In the last six months or so, Platinum has taken off from US 858 an ounce to its last quota of 1,239 an ounce, while Palladium has lifted from US 2,100 an ounce to US 2,864 an ounce. But as we speak, Australia does not have a primary producer of PGMs. The world is, is of course, reliant on supplies from South Africa and Russia, and supply issues related to COVID and other things in those countries have created structural deficits for the metals, particularly palladium. Now, we've tracked down one of the few PGM-focused groups on the local market, which is the subject of today's podcast, Podium Minerals. It trades under the code POD, or Papa Oscar Delta, to be sure. Its last sale price was 49.5 cents a share giving it a market cap of $138 million. Its focus is the Parks Reef project near Kew and Mikithara in WA's Murchison region, where it, had, it has an existing uh, inferred resource along with copper and where exploration to grow the resource is underway, as is planning to get the project into production. To tell us uh, all things uh, Podium and Parks Reef, we have the company's executive chairman, Clayton Dodd, with us today. Hi, Clayton. Welcome to the podcast and thanks for your time today. Well, it's my pleasure, Barry, and thanks for having me. Now, Clayton, uh, before looking at Par- Parks Reef, it would be great if you could bring listeners up to speed on just what is has been driving the strong prices for the PGMs recently and uh, what you see as the outlook. Well, I think you summed it up pretty well. You know, PGMs have had a meteoric rise, especially over the over the last 12 months. And one of the uh, the main PGMs that you did not mention was Rhodium which has gone from about 1700 an ounce up to $29,500 an ounce. Wow. And that is all driven, you know, just the fundamentals of supply and demand. Um, most supplies coming out of Southern Africa with mainly South Africa and Zimbabwe. We've got quite a lot of palladium and also platinum coming out of Russia. So I think when you look at uh, those two jurisdictions, uh, uh, they're somewhat constrained. And uh, then you look at the demand side of uh, the equation. Um, all metals in, in the platinum group suite are uh, high in demand, obviously, from the uh, primarily the motor industry, but all other facets of it, including investment. And a lot of it still is uh, coming out of China at this stage. Mm. One of the mysteries to some at the moment is uh, people say, oh, well, what's the future given the rise of electric vehicles? But these metals are still key to the future of uh, electric vehicles as well? Well, I, I definitely. I, they're the ultimate uh, green metal. Um, platinum group metals are a catalyst for, uh, for obviously an order catch, you know, turning uh, bad emissions into uh, cleaner 
emissions. Uh, platinum in particular has multiple uses. Uh, what we are seeing as an alternative, potential alternative to, to batteries is the hydrogen fuel cells. And uh, the, the loadings of platinum that's required in those vehicles is about three times higher than they currently are. Yeah, right. Normal uh, combustion engines. So, you know, the future is, is looking terrific. It's, uh, uh, it's not confined to the motor industry. Um, we go from industrial uh, through medicine, um, glassware, multiple uses. Hmm. What uh, you mentioned rhodium then? Uh, what's behind that uh, spike? Well, just well, rhodium is uh, you know uh, when you look at producing platinum group metals, the primary two are palladium and uh, and platinum, and then you'll get other ones like iridium and rhodium. And what you saw with podium uh, last week, we put out a a very bullish announcement. We had some fabulous grades of uh, rhodium and iridium. Um, it, it is the ultimate uh, PGM metal, but of course it's in very, very short supply. Hence the reason why it's had this meteoric rise over the last uh, 12 months. Right. Okay. Now, uh, Parks Reef, uh, long history of exploration. Um, I think CRA and BHP looked at it uh, for a time there. Um, now, one of the mineralised horizons along what's known as the, the broader world range complex, give us the history, well, not so much the history, but tell us where the project is now in terms of what you've got in the inferred in resources. Yeah, well, just a little bit of the history of it. It was found some years ago. Um, so from, from Podium's point of view, we've been quite lucky because we knew the outline of the reef. We knew that it was... 15 kilometres uh, long, I should say, and, uh, and it was quite thick in a lot of areas. But, of course, at the time that previous explorers looked at it, uh, the commodity prices were not favourable. Uh, even when we floated podium two years ago, we've seen the majority of PGMs rise 30 to 40%. So mm. it's put a lot of emphasis into the economics of Parks Reef. And we've had now uh, seven drill campaigns. The idea was to, uh, on 200 metre spacings, now you've got to remember 15 kilometres uh, is, a, is a very long um, ore body in any stretch of the imagination. So we decided to, to drill out the, uh, the surface area down to about 100 metres to see exactly what we've got. And what we were looking for was high-grade pods um, we had some very good grades uh, initially that we were very happy with, and then we really struck a bonanza a hole uh, a couple of weeks ago where we had some very high-grade uh, mineralization. And what that's done, it's completely refocused podium uh, for all of its current drilling and future drilling to uh, zoom in on those high-grade areas. So what we've got to date, we've... We, had Snowden some years ago put together a, an exploration target that we thought was achievable. Now, down to 200 metres, that exploration target came in at 5.8 or up to 5.8 million ounces, which is in any stretch of the imagination is a very, very sizable number. And what we've done today, we've really only drilled down about 100 metres. Uh, we put together a 1.4 million ounce resource and part of the byproduct out of that is copper, 
which we've also been able to get into an inferred mineral resource, and that came in just under 54,000 tonnes of copper. Uh, we haven't at this stage got our rhodium and iridium in a resource category, um, but traditionally, just to give you an idea of the significance, it adds about 4% to the uh, to the PGM grade, but importantly, it adds about 40% to the value. Right. So for us to now go back in and resample all of our drill samples for rhodium is very high on our agenda. Right. The identification of these uh, pods of particularly high-grade mineralisation, is there a technique that you're onto there, a new technique, or is it...? No, not a, no, it's... <laughs> It's nothing more than drilling lots of holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only way to achieve it. I think uh, geophysics in that area, whilst it's useful, it's, it's not uh, or hasn't been very significant for us. Um, we knew where the reef lies, and all we've really done is that we've done drill patterns all the way along that reef for 15 kilometres. So we've, and I'll give you an idea, a mineral resource. Uh, of 1.4 million ounces, only at this stage covers about 30% of the reef. So, um, you know, down to 100 metres, we've we've, uh, tracked it all the way along for 15 kilometres with mineralisation. Our resource is at at 8.5 kilometres at the moment. And what we've recently uh, announced that we plan to have a resource upgrade late May, but, you know, the mining industry is uh, overloaded at the moment, so it's more than likely it'll be early June before we get that new resource statement out. Okay. Um, when you look around the world, are there any analogies to what you've got here elsewhere in the world? Um, well, when you look at the traditional areas uh, of South Africa, Russia, uh, still water in the United States, um, they're all they're all uh, platinum group metal producers. Um, is is there an analogy? I suppose you, you you could draw geological analogies to it, but I prefer to uh, look at it that it's a uh, uh, it's a reef that we have here in Western Australia. The importance of having a supply of PGMs outside of those traditional areas is high on uh, certainly our agenda. Mm. Uh, it's in a safe secure area in Western Australia and, um, you know, sovereign risk is, is fabulous here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So where are you at in terms of uh, a scoping study and supporting metallurgical flow sheet work for a potential development? Okay. Well, we're currently drilling out um, one of those high-grade zones at the moment. We've got quite a lot of infill drilling. Um, Again, we put out an announcement yesterday that we've uh, been successful in receiving co-funding for a couple of very deep diamond holes. I think the importance of, you know, getting a real good understanding of what that reef looks like at depth, we're now able to to achieve that. So we've got a couple of seven or, in fact, three 750-metre holes going into... uh, into Parks Reef, and that's all strategically located underneath some of the high-grade and thick intersections that we've got to date. As part of putting all the uh, the matrix together, we've engaged with a group out of uh, Brisbane Core Resources or Metallurgy, which is doing all of the test work for us. 
Uh, we put a, a huge number of samples, drill sample material into them, and that is, is basically to work out the right flow sheet, you know, whether we, we look at leaching or flotation or a combination of both. So they're coming up with the, uh, the design or the process design. And then we've also engaged um, quite a detailed mine optimization study at the moment as well. So if we piece together those three elements, it all then works its way into a scoping study and that being very positive into a feasibility study. Hmm. Always a difficult question. What's the timeline on moving from scoping into feasibility, you think? Well, as I tell everybody that works for us, as soon as possible. <laughs> or soon as practical is probably more realistic these days. Um, now, we, we would uh, hope to conclude all of the test work by year end. Mine optimization studies are ongoing um, so I would tend to think, for your scoping study-wise, it'd be very early in the new year. Mm, okay. Now, we've talked uh, a bit there about Parks Reef, but I was just wondering, are there other horizons within this complex that are of interest? Or? Well, one of the things that's always been spoken of is, is this the only reef in the World Range complex? And mm. it's been felt for, for quite some time that we do have parallel reef structures, so what those three deep diamond holes will do uh, is hopefully give us a better understanding of the possibility of there being parallel reefs. If there are parallel reefs and in turn they're mineralized and they're high mineralization, then that will just explode the resource base that we're currently working on. Mm. Uh, no drilling of those uh, potential uh, new reef positions or was it the focus? No, not at this stage. We, you know, the, what we've got is, is quite substantial. Mm. And, um, you know, when you're onto something, stick with it, which yeah. is what we've been doing. But now that we've, we've got a much better understanding of the geology up there, uh, the deeper diamond holes will then provide us with that opportunity to see if we do have uh, more resources in other um, reefs. Uh, geologically, one would tend to think there would be parallel reef structures there. Right, okay. Uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, deep uh, diamond hole, holes that you'll be drilling up to uh, 520 metres. I'm not normally one to give the government a plug, but um, 150000 of that will be funded by them, which is half the cost of two of the holes. Um, yep. What's the rationale behind the government uh, getting behind that? They'd like to see a PGM project get up as well, would they? Well, they would. It's, it's all part of their incentive scheme. Mm. Um, you know, I could be a little crass and saying, well, considering the state governments gets massive royalties out of <laughs> the mining industry, I think it's only fair that they should, you know, especially in, in uh, situations like Podium, put some money back in. Yeah. And and what the government gets out of it, it obviously, uh, if it's successful, they, that in turn uh, develops into employment opportunities and royalties, but they also get the geological knowledge. So they would get half of the core that we drill and then mm -hmm. go into a, a database for uh, for the future of the mining industry in this state. Mm, okay. Now you mentioned a resource upgrade, uh, was it July, you said? No, it'll be in June. The plan is for it to, well, what we've announced is late May, early June, but like mm -hmm. all things, I think it'll be very early June before we, we've got a little bit more drilling in certain areas that we're finishing off now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that will then go to the assay laboratories to determine mineralization. That in turn gets fed into the model. Yeah. And once that's done, then we'll put out a new resource upgrade. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you think you're a critical mass now in terms oh, of no, the project? I, to be re- I quite often look at it and think we've only just scratched the surface. Hmm. And had hitting those high-grade results the other day, you know, how much more of this high-grade material is there? We've only been drilling on 200-metre spacings. Hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, that's just a hit-and-miss sort of situation, yet we hit mineralisation in every hole. What we've been after is the high-grade material, and that's what uh, what we've achieved, and we will hopefully build on that, and uh, that'll add quite significantly to the overall resource. Mm. Um, when you mention high-grade there, what is high-grade? What results um, well, the high, well, we got, we're admittedly only uh, the highest grade was one metre intersection of 25 grams. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, some of the thicker intersections, you know, I think it was 10 metres at 5.75. And then you get broader uh, widths uh, around, you know, the two, two uh, grams per tonne. So when you multiply it all out, it's very significant. But it's nice to have those high-grade pockets. Yeah. And, and the good thing that we uh, have found is a very good correlation. When we get high-grade uh, platinum and palladium, that's where we were getting the high-grade rhodium and iridium. Right. And there's very good correlation between the two. And, and if you see a lot of people ask the question, you know, well, what is the price of a platinum group metal? And... What the industry does, you, you do what's called a, a weighted average basket price. So you take, you know, what you, the percentage that you get in each of those particular yeah. minerals and that in turn equates to your basket price. Now, our basket price, excluding rhodium, is just on $2,000 an ounce. Uh-huh. And you compare that to the gold price, so already we're ahead of that. And that uh, balloon factor from uh, rhodium, was that 40%? value, did you say, potentially? 40%. Mm. So you add another $800 per ounce to that. Right. And that's your US dollars too. Yeah, of course. Okay. Now, obviously a very uh, busy program for you. Uh, how are you offer funding? Oh, no, we've got about, uh, all up about $6 million in the bank. So we're fully funded with everything that uh, we've got planned as far as the test work, drilling, um, we're not out there raising funds at the moment. We've been, uh, I, I quite often look back, you know, the last 12 months, if I go back to uh, 12 months, which was roughly COVID, we had no money in the bank. We had a share price of 1.6 cents and nobody knew what was going to happen in the future. 12 months has gone by. Uh, we've got a 50 cent share price, a market cap of 140 million, and we've been able to, uh, all up raise uh, seven or eight million dollars during the course of the last twelve months. So, and you know, we're well funded. Um, we're very conscious about how we spend our money. Um, we only drill areas that we feel are warranted. We're not a, a, a scattergun approach, and so far it's paid good dividends for us. Mm. Oh, it's been a remarkable change of fortunes over that twelve months, and. Um... The results to date are uh, certainly uh, impressive stuff. I was just wondering, um, it'd be great if you could 
kind of give investors a summary of what to look out for in the uh, next three to six months? Yeah, well, it's a combination of uh, uh, more drilling. If you're drilling, you're going to come up with results. You're going to find something. So I think all companies need to continue drilling as we are. Uh, that in turn builds into our um, um, resource statement. So that'll come out uh, in uh, early June, uh, and we will continue to build on that. The more drilling we do, the more resources we put together. Uh, I see uh, positives coming out of uh, mine optimization as to how we plan to um, to mine it, and in turn looking at some positives coming out of the uh, metallurgical test work. So it's all part of the process to take podium right the way through to a production scenario. Right. Okay. There we go, folks. A fascinating story. Um, one riding the platinum, palladium, rhodium, iridium, uh, PGM bull market we've got here, um, and a advanced project with uh, near-term production potential and lots of exploration results to look out forward to in coming months. So with that, Clayton, thanks for your time today and uh, best of luck with it all. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Barry.